Welcome back to the Good Portion Mama podcast. I'm your host, Megan King, and I'm so excited you're here. In a world where busyness is celebrated and being overwhelmed is the motherhood norm, this hot mess mom is here to tell you there's joy and fulfillment through setting aside those typical mom expectations and instead building true, authentic connections with Christ, ourselves, and others. So throw those kids some fruit snacks, grab that cold cup of coffee, or that well-deserved glass of wine, and let's get ready for the good portion. Hey there, mamas. Welcome back to our next episode of the Good Portion Mama. We are on episode number 18, which is our second episode in our topic series of Faith in the Waiting. And just like we talked about on our relaunch episode, once a month, you guys are going to get to hear a real-time conversation between myself and our other host, Jenna Ulrich. Jenna and I have been friends for what? two or three years now, three years, is that yeah, right? probably closer to three. Yeah. So, well, um, just recently Jenna and I got to talking and she is the perfect fit for the co-host on this show. You guys got to meet her a couple of weeks ago. She has started handling most of the social media side in our online community and Every month going forward, you're going to get to hear at least once a month, you're going to get to hear the two of us together kind of talking over the key points and things that we picked up and takeaways from the first one or two episodes in the month where we start diving into that month's topic. So as I said before, this month's topic was faith in the waiting. And today we're going to get to hear on some of Jenna's takeaways and my takeaways personal experiences, successes and failures, all that kind of stuff. So first, before we get into that, because you guys are just getting to meet Jenna, Jenna, why don't you tell our listeners just a little bit about you and your family and your life? Just a little quick excerpt of who you are and (laughs) why you're excited to join us in this fun little journey. All right. Well, I live in a small South Texas town, probably population, I think, less than 2000. So I love it. Although I did not grow up here, it's kind of been an adjustment, but my husband is a firefighter paramedic in San Antonio and we have three kids. They are eight, five, almost six and four. So totally get the busy mom thing. And, you know, I'm just super excited to be here. I have had, you know, kind of things like this on my heart for a while. And I am just super excited that I'm able to be a part of this. Awesome. Well, we're excited that you're here. (laughs) So did you get a chance to listen to last week's episode number 17? Of course you did. I sure did. (laughs) Who would want to miss an episode? So let me kind of rehash what it is that we talked about last week. So in last week's episode, episode number 17, we talked about what I believe are the three pillars of faith in waiting. And those are expectation and anticipation, perseverance and strength, readiness and service. Again, there are six words there, but there's technically three pillars. And I believe that the first word in each of those pillars is in any season of waiting, you can always have expectation, perseverance, and readiness, right? But if you don't push through those first words into the second words, then you really aren't experiencing or acting out faith in your waiting. Um, And so- The main key point that I gathered from all of this in last week's episode is faith in waiting is not 
stationary, okay? Instead, it's this active pursuit in anticipation to continually discuss and prepare, not just in general in the waiting, but with God for what it is that your expectations are. And I, I think one of the other things that, that I didn't talk a whole lot about last week that we'll talk about this week is how sometimes our season of waiting isn't exactly how we see it. Sometimes our season of waiting is we're actually waiting on something different than what we think that end result is going to be. And we'll talk about exactly. that a little bit more later on. So, <laughs> so Jenna, what were some of the things that you liked about last week's episode or that really resonated with you? And are there different thoughts or ideas that you had on that? So I say, I think that the um, expectation and anticipation resonated with me a little bit more. I was always more of, I, well, I'm not going to say always, I am still a thinker of everything happens in God's time, not mine. And that was kind of something that I was always telling myself in a business that I was doing. And okay, it's always going to happen. It's going to happen in God's time. It's not going to happen in my time, even though I wanted it to happen in my time. I was always looking forward. I was always trying to get to the next level. And then I at the beginning of the year, Ascension Press put out this Bible in a Year podcast that I started listening to. And actually, one of the first few days, I think it was probably day five or six, he was talking about Genesis chapter 11 and talking about excellence versus ambition and trying to live a life that glorifies the Lord versus a life that's glorifying yourself. Mm. And it was kind of an epiphany for me just because I kind of realized, wow, like, is this really glorifying the Lord or am I really just trying to make a name for myself? And is it, am I really just trying to glorify myself more? And, and what sacrifices are you making in order to do that? Right. Right. I was, <laughs> you know, I started the business to be at home with my kids and see everything, you know, with my kids and all of their things. And, but somehow in the middle of all that, in the years that I had been doing it, that it kind of morphs. It, it morphs did. It, <laughs> animal. it did. It did. And it was something that I was just putting all my time and energy to. And I was just like, wow, this is just not where I wanted it to be, not where I need to be. And so that's when kind of my mindset shifted and, you know, glorifying the Lord started getting put on my heart more. And, you know, of course I started listening to your podcast more and yeah, it was just one of those things where it's just not you know, every, everything has a season and a time and that served its purpose. And now it's one of those. Now just, we're in another season, right? It's a completely <laughs> different season. And I almost feel like we're always in a season of waiting, mm -hmm. but having faith in that is learning to enjoy where you are right now. So you might be waiting for something and pushing towards something and anticipating something, but you also have to have the faith to know that right where you are right now is where you're meant to be. Right. And enjoy that. So curiosity on my part in <laughs> your, so let's, let's call it this. You were in this season of waiting on success in your right. career, right. In this business that you're doing. Right. So you felt like you were just in this season of waiting, like, God, when is it going to happen? I'm doing all the things that I'm supposed to be all doing the things. <laughs> and I'm, I'm doing it with a good heart. I'm able, I'm doing it because I want to be able to support my family, but are the titles and the recognition and the achievements, are those, are those what is feeding your family and supporting your family or are those 
you working towards the recognition, right? So right. I feel like you're in this season of waiting for success, but where does that success lie? And the thing that makes the difference for me when you look at expectation versus anticipation is when you have an expectation and you're in this season of waiting with this expectation of success, if you're not sitting down and talking with God on what is your purpose in my life? What is like, what is it that you right. want me to be doing? So my cure, my question is when you decided to stay home and you decided to do this business, my guess is if it's anything like mine is it was God directed, right? God's right. You're having conversations with God of, is this the right thing to do? Am I really going to be able to help support my family by doing this? Blah, 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 blah. Right. Right. But then once you take that dive and you make the move, like he's telling you to, and then when this sees what you feel like this season of waiting for success starts, were you, and this is not out of judgment or anything like this, were you then talking with and waiting to, and when I say talking with, I mean, praying and asking, and then actually waiting for a response of what the end result or what the anticipation should be for. Were you praying for that? Or were you just saying, praying, you know, like, help me get to this, help me get to that, help me get to this. And I think I'm not proud to say, but I do think it was more, I got so wrapped up in success and like, wow, I can really do this. And everybody Mm -hmm. thought it would fail and, but I'm doing it. I'm going for it. You Mm -hmm. know, I have been successful in this. I think I got more wrapped up in that Mm -hmm. than actually listening to God and what he wanted from me and what he wanted me to do and accomplish so I would, I would get frustrated if I didn't make my numbers or didn't make a goal that I had set for myself, I would get really down and, you know, really upset. And then, you know, it's like, why you, you always start asking why, why, why am I not doing this? God, why aren't you going to allow me to have you to- this? Success? Yeah, you told me to do this, right? Like- yeah, you told me. And so it's like, but then again, at the beginning of the year, it was one of those like, whoa, okay. Yes. You told me to take this leap of faith and start this business so that I could be home with my kids. And it's like, wait, I've taken that a little bit too far. I, Uh you know, Uh it's a little bit further than what he wanted me to do. And so it was just one of those, like, you know, pulling back the reins a little bit and realizing in this season right now, I'm meant to be a mom first. Mm -hmm. And whether I want to contribute to my family financially or have that, you know, that something for myself and to feel good about, or, you know, just everybody wants that one thing, you know, as a mom, we get wrapped up in being a mom and we think that that's all we are. So having that business also was part of, you know, like a something for myself. Realizing your spiritual gifts at the same time outside of just motherhood. Yes, exactly. So So I think a big takeaway just from that personal experience is twofold. Number one, making sure that in our perseverance and building that strength, it's not just perseverance in your own way, but it's this constant communication between you and God Mm -hmm. of what direction this is going in this season of what you're doing. And if you're waiting for success, the other side of that is what is God's idea of success success. for you? Is it titles? Is it making a certain amount of money? Is it understanding where your spiritual strengths are throughout this process and figuring that out so that 
when he's got his next move he wants you to make, you're confident in those areas? Or is your outlook of success just being able to see that you are able to be a stay-at-home mom and you are able to make the sufficient amount of money to help support your family in order for you to do that, but then in turn serve by growing spiritually grounded and emotionally happy and successful kids. So I, I think it's number one, the process itself, like what you're actually doing in the waiting and how you're being directed. Are you self-directed or are you God-directed? But then also knowing what that success or that end result or end expectation is in God's eyes and not just exactly from a worldly view kind of thing. I love that. And I think another example would be, you know, we've got people who I talked about it in, in last, in last week's episode. So take the, take the idea of someone with a physical ailment. So we, I talked about a family member who needs two knee replacements basically. Right. So she's in this season of waiting where like she's in all of this pain and her, her expectation is that I'm going to get my knees better so that I can then, you know, go up and down the stairs to my apartment and not constantly be in pain. However, those steps of getting there are going to involve more than just following surgery. Yeah. Just getting the money for the surgery. I mean, she has other things that God is needing her to do in order to make even that end result, quote unquote, a success. So yeah. You know, she, she needs to eat healthier and this and that, and this and that. And, and if you just, if you look at it, the end result, if she is in constant communication with him, okay, what do I do now? What do I do now? What do I do now? Instead of when are you gonna, when are you gonna, you know the, what I mean? Yes. And it, I think that takes a big, a lot of perseverance and strength going into that second pillar. Cause yep. you know, you have to have that strength. You have to have that perseverance to stick with it. Rather, you know, what do I need to do rather than get into the, well, why, well, when, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. So for you, what do you think? So we know that you feel like in that business, your season of waiting for a while was somewhat a failure just because you weren't having that constant communication, but you did seem to find some success in the end of it when you had your your eyes set in the right direction. So what are you doing oh, now? Yeah. I, I honestly don't think that I'm even in the season of waiting in that particular area anymore. I feel like that was a journey that I was on and it served a purpose. And I just realized, you know, that's not where I need to be successful right now. I need to be successful in being with my kids and making sure that they are doing what they need to do, doing what they want to do. Um, you know, helping my husband in, you know, his job, he had a job, you know, a position change. And it was one of those where, okay, you know, I am happy with where I was and happy. It, it was just kind of a sense of overwhelming, just, I don't even know how to describe it. It was just one of those. And it's so funny because I remember Peace. exactly what I was doing when I, 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 when I was listening to this podcast and when it all hit me, I was cooking dinner. I, had my earbuds in. I was listening to this podcast and I just started crying when I was listening to it because it was just one of those overwhelming feelings that, okay, this is where you need to move on to now. 
you don't feel bad for anything that you did or didn't achieve. Um, you know, it served its purpose and you, you can be happy with what you did. And let's go back to being family-based and faith-based and service-based rather than, you know, success-based, if that makes sense. So I kind of agree with you and I kind of disagree with you and I'll, I'll explain. <laughs> so I agree with you that you're not in that season of waiting, but I disagree when you say that you've just moved on from it. I, I think you were in this season of waiting for success and your expectation was success. But I think you're, I think what you thought success was at the beginning or during was different Uh than what your actual success was. I think I think your season of waiting on success is over because you've realized where you're already succeeding. Right. That's true. Yeah. I didn't think of it that way. I I think you're not in a season of waiting on success because now you've realized what success in your life actually looks like. And so I think the big takeaway from all of that is understanding that in every season of waiting, regardless of what it's for, even if you think that it's kind of, when you look back on it, you felt like it was more self-directed, right? Than God directed. Correct. You're like, you're upset with yourself for looking at it from a different perspective, but had God not put you in that season of waiting on success, would you have realized what success really means to you? Probably would have. It just probably would have taken me a longer time and with more regrets later, but because then I wouldn't have been able to enjoy the here and now. But that's what, that's what I'm saying though, is yeah. A lot of times we look at a season of waiting as a trial. Now there are trials within seasons of waiting, but I think it's really important to look at a season of waiting as an opportunity because every trial, every trouble, every season of waiting that you are in is always an opportunity for God's purpose to be pushed farther along. And in this case, I think in your case, your season of waiting on success wasn't just um, you having to fail or go through troubles, but there was a purpose behind it to see really where your successes are. And your successes are being a godly wife and a godly mom and a godly member of your community and and look at the things that you're doing now and how it's impacting others versus just impacting you. Correct. So I, I I've think gotten back seeing- to the volunteering and stuff like that yeah. that I was missing really. Yeah. So yeah. so yeah. I I don't I and I I don't want you to think that you failed in that business because that business played a, played a purpose in helping you understand where your true success in God and in your faith, um, really stems from. And oh yeah, it sounds like you've really gotten back to that. And (laughs) I am extremely thankful for your season of waiting ending that way (laughs) because, um, I have a feeling that had you not, if you were still in this season of waiting for success, I have a feeling you probably wouldn't be here on the show. With yeah, you're probably <laughs> right. Too many things, too many things. Yeah. And I'll just tell you, I, I had the same, not the same experience, but something very similar where, you know, I, I started in my wine business and I'm a go-getter. I'm an overachiever. I'm an, I'm a yes woman. If someone asks me to do something, I'm going to knock out whatever I need to, to be able to get it done so that they can see that I can do it. Right. And I got into this, you know, word of the year. Right. And so 
the first one that I had was tenacious, tenacious. you know, I when, I, when <laughs> I set a goal, I mean, I still wear my, I am tenacious shirt all the time because I like it and it's soft and it's comfy, <laughs> but it's um, good pajama shirt for sure. Yes. Yes. Uh, but you know, tenacious is, you know, not stopping, like setting a goal and really seeing it through to the end. Right. And I did exactly that. Like I built my business up. It blew up. I was making way more money than I, I needed to be able to stay home with my kids, which just like you, you know, I started a business so that I could stay home with my kids, but in setting all those goals and doing all this, trying to achieve and go higher and higher in ranks and stuff like that. I started doing less and less and less with my kids. And then I was getting more stressed out at home because I wasn't able, I wasn't able to help serve at my church or, or do all the things that I wanted to do. And then then you end up taking it out on your kids in a way, because you're so stressed and trying to keep up with all the things. Yeah. Yeah. Even my cats. I didn't even (laughs) snuggle my cats as much. (laughs) No, yeah, keeping up with a calendar for, you know, months in advance, it just, it gets on, it weighs down a lot. And it, and it finally got to the point where I had, I had a, I had a day where I near, oh gosh, close to Thanksgiving, I think that year where I had hit every single goal that I had set for myself for that year, except for one, which was earning a trip with the company. Um, Mm -hmm. which I did, you know, a month later, two months later, I don't remember that ought to tell you something, but, (laughs) (laughs) but that day near Thanksgiving, I promoted twice in one day. I had been saying I wanted to promote to a certain level by the end of the year. And it just hadn't happened, hadn't happened. And I'd been pushing and pushing and doing all these things and pushing others to do things, um, to help me get there. And, you know, I double promoted and I was super excited and I celebrated and literally the next day was like, okay, now what's next? What do I need to do next yeah. to get there? And at the end of the year, it dawned, I, I was doing a miracle morning and I, I don't even, I don't remember exactly what my devotion was, um, in my utmost for his highest, but it triggered me. And I thought, oh my goodness, I just did something crazy amazing <laughs> a couple of months ago. And I said that a lot of people wish they could have done, you know, a lot of people are envious of you and super proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong. I had all kinds of help. It was not all me, but right. I was doing all of this stuff, trying to get there. And then as soon as I got there, what did I do? Okay. What's the next, next, next thing that I need to do. And instead of sitting there and being proud of what I had done and what God had done for me and thanking him and all that other stuff, I just moved on. And so at the end of the year, I think it was technically it was January in January. I had this, I had this epiphany one morning during my miracle morning and was just like, oh my goodness, what have I become? (laughs) <laughs> not quite like that, but <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yes. and then, I, then everything changed from that perspective. And so I had been looking for what my word of the year was going to be. I'd been seeing what everybody else had been posting for their words and nothing was really fitting. And then that morning during the miracle morning, I realized what my word needed to be and it needed to be fulfilled because what I was doing was not fulfilling me because it wasn't directed by God. It was directed by what everybody else was doing, what the world expects, the worldly expectations of when you start your own business, this is what it looks like. 
you're making the money, you're making the titles, you're going on trips, you're doing all of these things. And in that, in that morning, everything changed. And my season of waiting, of feeling fulfilled changed right then and there, because I had been in this season of waiting of when is it, when am I going to feel like I've got everything that I need? Right. Right. And I already had everything I need. I had had it. I had had all of it, but I, I couldn't see it. And, and that sounds really bad to say it like that because it sounds like I'm saying, Oh, I don't need my kids. I don't need my, I, I knew that I was blessed. Right. Right. But to really just feel content and fulfilled in those things that I already had and not needing more in order to feel that way. So, yeah, that was, that was my experience in a season of waiting of, I was constantly waiting to feel like, I guess, just feel content or feel fulfilled in what I had, what I was doing and all of that. And so I kind of changed, I changed things around in my business. I scaled back a little bit. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I still to this day have trouble sometimes where, oh. you know, I look and I think, oh, I can, I can squeeze this in. I can do this and this oh, too. And I'm then a I'm a horrible yes person too. Oh. Like it's so oh. hard for me to say no. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> every single thing that we're going through, every single trial, every tribulation, every step in the process in your season of waiting, even if it feels like it's been. 15 years, God has a purpose and he's got a plan behind all of it. And I think if you just keep your eyes on him and keep your actions directed towards him and directed by him, I think it's easy to see that in, at the end of every season of waiting, the result, the end result, the prize is always going to be exactly the same. It's going to be him and he's always going to make it available. So So, well, if there is nothing else that you feel like you'd like to share from your own personal experiences or perspectives, I think maybe we move on to some prayer requests. Are you okay with that? That sounds good. So whenever we do our co-hosted episode, we are going to be sharing um, some prayer requests from friends and family and online community that we have received So I will go ahead and give a couple that I have received. My friend who is experiencing the opportunity to perhaps be a mother again in one way, shape, or form, Um, let's do some prayers for her that everything goes smoothly in God's directed plan and that it would be his will, that it would be easy for this process to happen and that it would, it would go, his purpose and his will would be lined up with theirs (laughs) or theirs lined up with his either, or, but, um, just praying that it would be his will, that this would be an easy journey for them considering how the others have not been. Uh, also, um, a family member who is struggling with some health issues, Uh, another family member who is struggling with some mental and emotional issues, um, just needing some God-given direction on how to help some of these family members that aren't believers would be extra helpful too. And then we have a listener who is in a domestic situation that is not healthy. And so um, just if if all of you would be prayer warriors, that, um, she would be 
directed to make the right choice for her and for her family. And that all of that would work out in a way that is safe and good for everybody involved. I, um, have a friend who is actually starting, um, cancer treatments. So, um, she has two small children and just want everyone to pray a, that treatments go well for her and to wrap their arms around their children, just to keep them focused on their faith versus asking why. And of course, have a positive outcome for it. All right. Well, if you guys will all be praying for those, just remember on Wednesdays when we have our, what do you need Wednesdays? If you guys have prayer requests or you have friends that need prayer requests, um, please feel free to comment in our online community. If you are new with us, please make sure you go back and listen to episodes one through eight so that you know where our five categories of connection are and where the good portion mama came from, but also make sure that you get your good portion mama connection inventory. If you need access to that, the link for it is down in the show notes and want to give you a heads up that This Sunday of Memorial Day weekend, we will not have an episode that week. So I will be out enjoying time with my family and friends, and I expect that you guys will be doing the same. So just make sure that you remember no episode the last Sunday of the month. And then next week, we have special guest Krista Nosker coming to share her insights and experiences in her season of waiting. And I feel like there are a ton of listeners based on what I have seen that can really, really, really relate to this season of waiting that Krista and her family have experienced and being able to see where God has directed her and her family and bless them um, immensely when her mindset changed And her eyes were on him instead of what her expectations were. So on that note, we've hit our time limit and passed it just like always. (laughs) So we're going to let you guys go. Jenna, thank you so much for joining the team. I'm excited to start doing these with you monthly. And for the rest of you, as always, lots of, lots of love and cheers. Cheers.